the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, nutrition, fitness and wellness, and now in its 33rd year. Your host of Dr. Health Radio is health expert David Snow, who's not a doctor and While most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their areas of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a condition or illness that requires medical attention, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow. Hey, can balls help you manage banish pain? <laughs> Maybe if they're bocce balls or uh, any kind of balls that you play in your backyard. This is from a British scientists. They say that lawn bowling, ring toss, or bocce ball, which I used to love, whatever backyard game you prefer, playing it a few times weekly cuts your risk of muscle and joint pain by up to 58%. How about that? The smooth muscle contractions and stretching involved in lawn games relax tight tissues calm pain nerves, and boost healing blood flow to quash those aches and pains. So get outside and, you know, no uh, no ball playing inside because it's summer. Well, almost summer. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the healthiest hour on radio. It's the snowman with you, David Snow, keeping you cool and healthy. And uh, it's, it's fortunate that I don't melt at this time of the year, even though the weather is getting hotter. I am your tropical sandy snowman and uh, here to keep you cool and healthy as we are every week at this time. And if you miss any part of the morning show, our show is rebroadcast tonight, 12 hours from the time you're listening to it right now. And you can always go to the website, drhealthradio.com, after next Wednesday, where we podcast the shows uh, if you want to uh, repeat any of the information we have for you this morning. Today on the program, Dr. Sam Fillingang uh, joins us. Uh, he's a cardiac health specialist, and we'll talk about diagnosing disease before there are symptoms. You know, heart disease is America's number one killer, of course. Everybody knows that. But what about if you can diagnose the disease before there are any symptoms or before it's too late to do anything about it, about your condition? Well, we'll be explaining that, a new diagnostic technique that's going to do just that. And it's uh, it's going to be a game changer. It's groundbreaking information, and we have it for you here on the Healthiest Hour on Radio. We are the longest-running Saturday morning health talk show on the radio, bar none. And uh, he will be with us in just a few minutes. He's Associate Professor of Clinical Medicine at William Carey University College of Osteopathic Medicine. And Dr. Fillingain's uh, practice is focused, fortunately, on cardiovascular risk reduction. As, after all, prevention is better than cure, always. And in addition to his medical practice, he was the medical director of several national cardiovascular laboratories, as well as uh, he also hosted a nationally televised uh, medical show entitled Straight to the Heart. And we 
We'll have Dr. Fellingain on just a few minutes after some important news and our regular weekly features. Well, if you were with us last week, uh, we talked about hormones with our hormone expert, and uh, he mentioned that uh, there is a product that you can use if you want to um, try some pro-hormones. You, you don't have to go on hormone replacement therapy, maybe. Uh, but if you are on it, uh, he was talking about the benefits of using this in addition to or as an adjunct to hormone replacement therapy. Of course, check with your doctor first. But the Twist 25, uh, he's extending that offer uh, of the 15% off uh, the uh, bioidentical DHEA cream. You can go to twist25.com or you can call one eight 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 four. that's the number four, twist W uh, T W I S T twenty five, and you'll get uh, their customer service line. So twist twenty five. If you want to, well, maybe not feel twenty again or like a teenager, but maybe twenty five or thirty five. If you're forty five or fifty five or older, and uh, it helps sleep quality, uh, tones and firms your skin, just basically an overall feeling of well being. But uh, you know, you want to have that youthful energetic vigor for as long as you possibly can, and uh, maybe this will help you do that. Of course, it's not a cure-all or a magic bullet, but uh, in the mix with all the other healthy things you're doing in your lifestyle, Twist 25 could uh, give you that extra 10 or 20%. So twist25.com, find out more information on that. All right, uh, and one of our um, other partners here is Abby's Health and Nutrition for our Tampa Bay listeners, and uh, Florida Gulf Coast listeners, and they're right on uh, North Del Mabry and Carrollwood in the suburb of Tampa, and they have, uh, mark your calendars for next week, Friday and Saturday, June 16th and 17th, all kinds of free samples. It's their Customer Appreciation Weekend for the summer, and they're going to have special prizes, prices, discounts on virtually everything, plus product demos, demos that are uh, products that are going to make you a healthier person, so Find out all about that. I'll be there next Friday. Hope to see you and meet you there. 14374 North Dale Mabry uh, in uh, the Carrollwood uh, um, uh, suburb of Tampa. So hope to see you there at Abby's Health and Nutrition. They are Tampa's health headquarters. You can go to their website, abbeyshealthandnutrition.com. All right, uh, and elsewhere in news, uh, why alcohol flush gene variant raise your heart raises, excuse me, your heart disease risk. Uh, slow down, David. <laughs> Trying to get too much information into too little time. Anyway, about 8% of the world's population has this gene variant that impairs your body's ability to properly metabolize alcohol. So what happens? Well, unpleasant symptoms, flushing, and uh, uh, much more than that, the uncomfortable symptoms that it causes. And that is it, it increases your risk for heart disease by four times. And usually Asians have this uh, gene variant, and uh, it's uh, it's basically an enzyme that breaks down the toxic acetaldehydes in uh, alcohol. But the mutation stops that enzyme from working. So they found that the risk of heart disease, this was a study at Stanford University, California, and they found it uh, to be four times higher in regular drinkers with this gene variant than those without the, the variant. So, you know, be aware of that. If you do flush easily from, say, just one or two drinks uh, from alcohol, or you can always get a, a genetic test to find out if you are do have this variant. Uh, but um, anyway, the take-home message is clear. If you're missing this enzyme, try not to drink. But if you do drink consistently, consistently 
uh, you are at a much higher risk of heart disease as well as hypertension, diabetes, and cancer. So, you know, a few drinks a day or a drink a day is not good for most people, including those with this gene variant. All right, to uh, protect yourself from hearing loss, that affects about 15% of adults over the age of 18, uh, you want to uh, make sure you protect your hearing. You know, if you have the occupation that uh, where you're around loud noises, of course, wear the proper uh, protective gear, earplugs or noise-abating headphones, uh, or, you know, better yet, eliminate the noisy environment if you can. And also, even if you don't work in noisy environments, most people play their TVs and radios and smartphones and uh, and uh, headsets or, you know, earbuds uh, too loud. I mean, sometimes I walk on the, I'm on a sidewalk and, you know, in the public and you hear people's, I mean, you can hear every word either that uh, they're saying or that somebody's talking to them or every word from the music they're playing, they're blaring it in their ears. So just a word to the wise there. All right, for all of our Hawaii listeners, tomorrow, of course, King Kamehameha Day. So uh, welcome to uh, the state that has more holidays than uh, almost any other state. Of course, I grew up in Hawaii and uh, loved uh, King Kamehameha Day uh, parade and uh, all the festivities that go with it. So I wish I was there uh, tomorrow, June 11th, for King Cam Day. All right, uh, let's talk about your mouth bacteria. Yeah, all of us have mouth bacteria, some better than others, some more than others, but uh, you may have more in common than you think with people you live with, including up to a third of the strains of your oral microbes. This is from the um, uh, University of Trento in Italy. Uh, They analyzed uh, the results of the microbiomes of people living together or near each other in 20 countries, including parts of Europe, North and South America, Africa, and Asia, and they found that household members were more likely to share mouth bacteria strains than those of the gut. And of all these studies, 32% of strains of oral bacteria were shared by household members compared with only 12 strains of gut strains, or of of the gut bacteria strains. Only 3% of mouth bacteria were the same among non-cohabitating members of the same population. So, uh, you know, make sure you... Pay attention to who you hang around with, especially if they're not blood relatives. All right, let's see. Our nutrition tip of the week. How are we doing on time? Oh, I better skip that one. Uh, check off that one. Oh, some surprising germ magnets. Speaking of bacteria, hidden hot spots for germs around your home. How about your keyboard? Yeah, you want to, you want to uh, clean that with a hand sanitizer. A recent study found 96% of keyboards harbor bacteria. Uh, so they are recommending to wipe or use uh, some hand sanitizer and wipe a small amount of it on a cloth or uh, a rag of something, uh, you know, some cloth of some kind, and then wipe the keyboard once a week. And that uh, alcohol in the sanitizer kills more than 99% of the germs. Also, removing your sponge from the kitchen. I know everybody has a kitchen sponge. I don't, but um, uh, they're among the germiest uh, items in any home. A study at the National Sanitation Foundation found that, um, I mean, there's nothing even close. So you want to dampen your sponge with a bit of water. If you do, you use one if you have to use it and pop it in the microwave for a minute or two uh, on a regular basis. Uh, better still, throw out your sponge and replace it with a dish brush with bristles. That's a, I actually bought a friend 
who was using a, a, a sponge I noticed in his kitchen, and I said, hey, I'm going to buy you a brush. I went to, uh, what was it, uh, Williams in Sonoma and bought, uh, bought a really nice brush with a you know, uh, detergent that dispenses itself. Anyway, uh, okay, so much for germs. Uh, let's talk about, okay, we talked about hormones last week. Oh, let's go to the fitness file and uh, talk about the time you exercise, all right? Well, when is the best time to exercise? The answer is it depends. Now, this study was out of Skidmore College, and they investigated the benefits of morning versus evening exercise. So what was the conclusion? Well, men and women respond differently to different types of exercise, depending on the time of day. So if you're a woman, and if you want to lower your blood pressure, we're going to talk about that with Dr. Fillingame in just a few minutes, or reduce body fat, morning exercise works best. Or if you're looking for muscle gains, uh, maybe endurance or overall mood improvement, consider an evening workout. Now, what about men? Well, evening exercise lowers blood pressure best in men, although, as with women, men will burn more fat with morning exercise. So, yeah. But, you know, I, I have uh, seen other studies, and you're actually strongest uh, in muscular strength at, at about, uh, I think, 5 or 6 o'clock in the evening, and you know, obviously, that's why when all the gyms are crowded because people get off work, but uh, that's also when you're strongest. All right, uh, let's see. That's so much for the fitness file. Let's go to the Funny Bone Pharmacy. Some food funnies for you. All right. What was the alien's favorite candy? Well, it was a Mars bar, of course. <laughs> Did you hear about the new metal-coated burger? Yeah. It's got buns of steel. Oh, God. I'm glad I don't have a hook here. Or my producer's not giving me the hook. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, did you notice that the pastry factory is always hiring? Yeah, it's, uh, it's because of its high turnover rate. All right, if you get that one. Yeah, just a couple more. Why did the M&M go to college? To become a smarty. And speaking of, of uh, nuts and candy, <laughs> what do you call... A peanut on a spaceship. That would be an astronaut. I'm trying to, you know, kind of keep these in the food realm. What happens before it rains candy? It sprinkles. And finally, I know these are not the jokiest uh, jokes around. I have just written a song about tortillas. Yes, I'm a songwriter. Well, actually, it's more of a rap. But uh, otherwise, that's it for the uh, Finding Bone Pharmacy. When we come back from this brief break... We'll have more information for your good health here on Dr. Health with my guest, Dr. Sam Fillingane. He is the Associate Professor of Clinical Medicine at William Carey University College of Osteopathic, Osteopathic Medicine. excuse me. And uh, we'll talk about new and early treatments or uh, diagnosing uh, techniques for measuring your cardiac health. Really important information, and you'll want to hear this right after this as Dr. Health continues. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. 
Do you sometimes suffer from gas, bloating, indigestion, constipation, diarrhea, or irritable bowel syndrome? You need to know about the Friendly Foursome. Master Supplements, the leaders in safe and effective intestinal health products, offer four supplements that may reinvent your intestinal tract. First, there's Theralac, America's fastest-acting medical-strength probiotic. Find out why Theralac's regular customers become, well, regular customers. Just go to T-H-E-R-A-L-A-C.com for more information. Then there's True Fiber, clinically proven to improve regularity as well as lowering cholesterol. True Fiber is also uniquely formulated to stimulate probiotics. Third in the friendly foursome is Enzylase, the strongest enzyme available. With high potencies of 12 different digestive enzymes, Enzylase makes short work of fatty meals and dairy products, as well as normally gas-producing foods such as beans. Finally, there's True Flora, the fastest-acting bio-cleansing probiotic. True Flora is so potent, the recommended dose is only two per week. This is the Premier Traveler's Supplement. Don't go on a trip without taking True Flora. See the friendly foursome of master supplement products at your favorite natural food store. Theralac, True Fiber, Enzalase, and True Flora for the best intestinal health of your life. Welcome back to the program. David Snow on your radio. Hey, make a sound investment in your health by listening to Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine. And we do appreciate you tuning in and making us a part of your weekend, which we always hope to make strong and healthy with the information we have for you this morning. And today, to help us stay strong and healthy is Dr. Sam Fillingain. As I mentioned uh, his CV before, uh, he is Associate Professor of Clinical Medicine at William Carey University College of Osteopathic Medicine, and he also hosted a nationally televised medical show called Straight to the Heart, and we are going straight to him right now to find out about new early diagnostic techniques to measure your cardiac health. We welcome him to the Dr. Health mic- Microphones this morning. Good morning, doctor. How the health are you? Hey, good morning to you. Thank you, David. This is uh, exciting to be with you today, and oh. I... Uh, I think this is going to be an interesting conversation. Well, I know it will be because, and and let me preface this by saying that I'm going to act as a layman that knows nothing about what you do, even though I I know a lot about what you do, and you took me through some tests, and uh, I got the test results, which maybe we'll talk about a little later in the program. But um, I want to have you explain to our audience what a multifunctional cardiogram is and why it's a game changer compared to some of the typical cardiology tests that are used to, you know, measure heart health or your, uh, your, the state of health of your cardiovascular and, and blood vessel system, uh, you know, your, the number one killer in America is heart disease, so everybody wants to know that and needs to know it. David, this is the biggest development that has happened in my 35-year career, and uh, my entire career has been devoted to cardiovascular risk reduction, so when I tell you I'm getting excited about this, your viewers, uh, your listeners should be uh, equally excited because this is big. This is going to help us do things we've never been able to do before. And uh, let me just begin. The uh, the device is using artificial intelligence. And uh, Oh, wait. no, I like natural intelligence. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what did I sign you up well, for? Oh, just so, kidding. So, sometimes AI uh, is a good thing. Of course. Sometimes it can be a possibly bad thing, but 
in this particular case, it's an amazing thing. And it's been 23 years in the development. Really? It's, gotten, it's been FDA approved uh, since about 2017. It won the American Heart Association Innovation of the Year Award back in 2017. It was a fiction to go on market with uh, COVID hit and uh, that delayed oh. it. But it's now mm. being released now. And uh, we're, we're fixing to see uh, a tremendous... Um, change in the way doctors will approach cardiovascular disease. This now, device sees 26 things about the heart we've never been able to see before. Really? And 26. sees them quickly. So, so give we, us a few examples of what it sees that the current diagnostic uh, devices out there and technology does not uh, cover. Well, all the devices we're using now uh, for the identification of people with heart disease identifies disease in the more later stages. Mm-hmm. Once the person's uh, in a place of um, you know, danger, this machine sees plaque when it just begins, and it gives you a simple scoring between 0 and 22, so you can tell from your score whether you're getting worse. And anything over 4 is considered significant. So uh, when you test this year and your average score between five testings is 1.2, and the next year you test in your 2.2, that means your cardiovascular disease got worse. So it gives you a very understandable number that you can use during your routine physical yearly with your physician. Ah, it, okay. it picks up small vessel disease. We have nothing on the market that picks up small vessel disease. And this is the disease that's in 49% of women and 15% of men. So it's one of the reasons we've had such a difficult time helping uh, women's heart disease because women will get small vessel disease for a period of six to eight years. It will gradually worsen. And these are the small vessels that come off the big vessels. There's four big vessels going around the heart, and there's these little tributaries that go straight from the vessel into the muscle. That's what we call small vessels. And so 49% of women and 15% of men will clog those small vessels up and they won't clog the big ones up at all. And after six to eight years of advancing that small vessel clogage, it causes a patient to have rather severe fatigue Mm. and sometimes some shortness of breath with exertion. They'll end up seeing their doctor, end up sending to a heart doctor. They get a heart cath or a CTA of the heart and lo and behold, they see nothing because it's all in the small vessels. It's not in the large vessels. It's also the so, patient. So you're talking who, about the capillaries, doctor? Uh, not actually capillaries. They're actually arteries, but they're small ones. Smaller, uh, yeah. But, okay. but they're, they're coming off the big ones, and they don't show up on the heart cat, and they don't show up on the CT angiogram. So long story short, these female patients and a handful of male patients they go undetected, but the problem is, is after they get seen with nothing wrong on that uh, heart cath or angiogram, they uh, get this false sense of security, and six months later, they end up in the ER with a heart attack because mm. they go from 0% blockage to 100% blockage in six months. Something causes them to flip a switch. We don't know exactly how that works, but the long story short, these patients get to a rather severe state real quickly. So one of the reasons we hadn't been able to catch these patients is because we couldn't see the small vessel disease, and uh, you have to catch them in that window when they they flip the switch, and it's usually by then they've already been seen by the heart doctor. Okay. So so, it, so let me stop you. This has nothing to do with cholesterol testing or triglycerides or uh, you know the other blood measures or uh, markers and biomarkers, or does it? No, it does. Okay. It, uh, cholesterol plays a factor in that, but there's actually ten disease states that create inflammation and. 
it's not the cholesterol that gets the person in trouble. It's the inflammation that pulls the cholesterol in the artery that causes trouble. Mm. So many people think that if they just fix their cholesterol and deal with their hypertension that they're in a safe zone. But until you control the inflammation, the cardiovascular inflammation, certainly you're, you're in tremendous danger. And, and Martin, aren't most diseases based on inflammation? I mean, that's the trigger or if not the contributor, sometimes the cause of, of most of our chronic diseases? Most of the chronic diseases create an immune response, which in turn creates an inflammatory response. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, there's uh, truth to that now. Okay, doctor, we need to uh, take a bottom of our station break, if you can hold that thought. And when we come back, I want to ask you, what if you've already had either a heart condition, maybe a heart attack, or what if you already have a stent or more than one, or maybe a pacemaker? Uh, Is there any value to these new, uh, these diagnostic tests, which you say measure things that nothing else measured before this this period of time that uh, this device came out. So AI is on the menu here, and uh, we're going to talk about natural intelligence as well as artificial intelligence using uh, this diagnostic technique, a new one for cardiac health. Dr. Sam Fillingain is my guest, and we'll tell you how to get, uh, we'll tell you how to contact him and uh, get more information on this uh, testing, uh, possibly in your own hometown or wherever you're listening to this show. Back after this with more information for your good health here on Dr. Health. So don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy. I'm David Snow, and this is Dr. Health Radio. Mom, can I have some spray? Sure, honey. Thanks, Mom. You know what that is? That's the sound of my child thanking me for giving her something that's actually good for her teeth. Spry Gum is part of the Spry Dental Defense System, a complete line of oral care products made with 100% xylitol, the all-natural sweetener with proven dental benefits. So when we're at home, my whole family uses Spry toothpaste and mouthwash to help strengthen our teeth and reduce the risk of tooth decay. And when we're on the go, I just throw some Spry Gum and mints right into my bag. My kids love it, and I love that it's all natural. No sugar, no aspartame, or any other chemicals. Just think of that. I reward my kids for taking care of their teeth at home by giving them gum and mints on the go that are good for their teeth. Visit SpryDental.com or ask for Spry by name at your local health food store. You can also ask your dentist about Spry. And make sure your mouth is receiving all the benefits of 100% xylitol products. At Vitamin Shop, Sprouts, Kroger, and most natural product retailers. Find a retailer near you at clear.com. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. We put the power in probiotics. We were the first to emphasize the importance of postbiotic metabolites in creating and maintaining the biodiversity of flora in the gut microbiome for optimal digestion, gut, brain, immune, and hormonal health. Multi-year fermentation is key in producing the postbiotic metabolites that are found in exceptional probiotics like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Healthy fruits and vegetables are fermented, resulting in over 500 postbiotic metabolites for optimum digestive and immune support. So don't rely on a simple claim that the product has 50 billion or more CFUs. That is not the hallmark of how to gauge a powerful probiotic. Instead, look for diversity. Look for fermentation. Look for postbiotics. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are certified vegetarian and free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today at fine health retailers everywhere and online. Curcumin-rich theracurmin from Natural Factors is a special form of curcumin, 
the yellow pigment of turmeric that has shown many wondrous health benefits. Theracurmin represents a major scientific breakthrough. Clinical studies show that when it comes to absorption, Theracurmin is by far number one. Finally, the powerful health benefits of curcumin can be realized with curcumin-rich Theracurmin. To learn more, visit naturalfactors.com. Snow, 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 snow. Oh my goodness, that would be me. It is David Snow on your radio, 33 years and counting, and we are counting on you to use the information we dispense so that you can become a healthier person. And here to help us do that, Dr. Sam Fillingain is my guest, talking about cardiac health. Now, doctor, what about if people already have a heart condition or, you know, they already know something is going on, uh, either maybe even they've had a procedure where they have a stent or pacemaker and whatnot, uh, is this any value to them? Well, David, this is extreme value to them because they've already proven themselves to have disease states that create problems. And generally speaking, people that have stents get more stents until they figure out the problem. People that have bypass surgery do the same thing. People with rhythm disturbances, they tend to follow the same thing. So once you fix the rhythm disturbance, it just comes right back unless you fix the underlying condition. So patients need this information so they can see, am I doing well or am I doing poorly? Because that person has a stent this year. They get a multifunctional cardiogram. We're using this artificial intelligence, and then they, they get their uh, information and their score. They can see what that score is this year. Uh, after having a stent, they can watch the number and see which direction it's going. If their therapy is, plan of cure is working. Oh, yeah, okay. Down. It measures zero the, the progress. No, no risk. Mm-hmm. Ultimate goal is to get it down to zero, and zero means no risk. Okay, so uh, speaking of that, let's... Um I'll put myself as an example or as a guinea pig, and uh, I actually went through the test, and it only takes, it's non-invasive, painless, and it takes, what, 10, 12 minutes, something like that? That's correct. Yeah. 10 minutes. And, and it's like golf. You want the <laughs> the lowest score possible, right? You want those zeros. Exactly. Uh, so I, uh, fortunately, mine was, I was surprised that most of mine were zeros, right? I, I don't have the test results in front of me, but uh, tell us what those those. The, the negative results. It's positive to have a negative result in your in this case, right? Well, it it goes to zero. It doesn't go to the negative numbers. But well, no, no, I mean, it, but but I mean, it it's, goes it's, to declining numbers. Yeah, it's better to uh, it's error on the side of uh, a lower number versus a higher number, just like golf. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and so it gives you a peace of mind if you're going to bed at night and you have you know all five scores are zeros, then you. Uh, you're going to sleep very good because you got that peace of mind that goes with knowing you're not in trouble. And if you've got a score that's higher than four, then you know you've got some issues that could pose some threat to you. And the numbers in between uh, at modest levels of threat. But imagine the person that just had bypass surgery uh, that has uh, prior to surgery had eights and nines, and now they uh, have the surgery, they score down to two, and uh, then that number goes up from two to 3.5 the next year. Well, that would be alarming because that means whatever you're doing, it's it's basically recycling you right back to the place that got you in trouble to start with. But if you begin working with your doctor that is uh, intense with cardiovascular risk reduction, mm-hmm. he can find out what's causing it and one by one plug up the holes. And once you plug up the inflammatory holes in these patients and remove the inflammation, these patients will begin to reverse their disease process in one by one. Okay, so doctor, how often should a person test, you know, if they've had a procedure or a heart attack or 
some uh, episode in their life where, you know, it, it was either life-threatening or serious, uh, how often should they test after that occurrence? In my opinion, everyone over the age of 30 should have this test once a year. Oh, everyone. really? Even if and you then, haven't had any obvious conditions or <laughs> Absolutely, uh, because purposes. doesn't it make sense to, to identify the ones at risk and, and basically turn it off before they ever have an event? Mm-hmm. Right, no, prevention that, better than cure. <laughs> There's right. no one that's had an event that wouldn't like to go back and do things differently. Okay, so you, you mentioned earlier in the show that you can detect plaque early on. I mean, just just the beginning stages of plaque formation. What other tests would people, uh, what would it reveal to a person getting this test? The device is an electrocardiogram that uses this artificial intelligence in a way that gives you 26 pieces of information about the heart. And those pieces of information will tell you if a person is headed toward heart stiffening and heart failure and which pathway it's going through. It'll tell you which vessels are clogging and which vessels are not. It will tell you if one side of the heart's contracting before the other side of the heart because the disease has gotten worse on that side of the heart. It will pick up mitochondrial dysfunction, which has to do with the energy production within the heart. And when a person has mitochondrial dysfunction in the heart, they have mitochondrial dysfunction in every system in their body, which means it's a way of identifying issues. Imagine, for instance, going back to the COVID days when certain people were more vulnerable than others. People with mitochondrial dysfunction would have been very vulnerable to an illness. And uh, they would also have gastrointestinal issues. They would have brain fog issues and other things that uh, uh, would go along with this. And once you fix the mitochondrial dysfunction in the heart, as you can see by this machine, then you're fixing it in other systems too. So it gives you an identifier who's got it, and then it tells you how your plan of care is working and what to do. Yeah, because the mitochondria, as we, as many of us know, is really the energy factory or energy factories, plural, of the cells. And uh, if you have low-functioning mitochondria, you're going to be fatigued and, and lethargic. And, and, you know, as you mentioned, long COVID, the, uh, the brain fog, and, and all those other uh, undesirable side effects of, uh, of having not enough mitochondria or a strong enough uh, production of it. It so. basically just puts you at risk of having issues. And mm-hmm. uh, so anyone that's got this now, they have a mechanism to know who they are. Okay. Because how would you know you had mitochondrial dysfunction uh, prior to this? Well, it would be very difficult outside of a research setting. So now we have an easy mechanism that you could go into any doctor's office in America once this machine becomes more available. And then you're going to get this test. And this machine is beginning to... Uh, Still in multiple states, we're starting to see doctors begin one by one. Okay. And so what exactly is the machine called, and what would they ask their doctor for? They would ask their doctor for a multifunctional cardiogram, and it's abbreviated MCG. M as in Mary. And uh, think of an electrocardiogram, which is abbreviated ECG, and just put an M where you would put the E. Okay. Now, would this take the place, or is it an addition to an electrocardiogram? No. Once this device gets on the market, there'll be no more further use for a normal EKG. Really? This wow. Oh, this, well, this, is, this device is, a, is an extremely nice Cadillac, and the old EKG would be like a tricycle. 
it's the difference My between goodness. kindergarten and college. It, it's not even once you see what an MCG does. One would have to wonder why anyone would ever want to do a regular EKG again. Right? So, hmm. yes, and so there might be rare instances where an electrocardiogram would be helpful, but that would be very rare. They work on two different systems. Electrocardiographic system works on a, um, a time-based system, and this multifunctional cardiogram works on a more logistic system, a lot of bar graphs, fancy math. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and it, it, is that why you hook up sensors to the persons? I, I remember when I had it hooked up to my, uh, my body, uh, you had sensors on my feet and arms and chest and I think even back. But there's well, actually, there are only uh, five. Five. Okay, so there were chest two connections, then, yeah. one to each ankle, two okay. connections, one on each wrist, mm-hmm. and then there was one lead connected to the chest because this electrocardiogram using a multifunctional cardiogram only uses two leads, and it gets so much more information than we get off a twelve lead on a regular EKG. Oh, okay. The program, David, is so big that it's almost double the size of Google. So imagine a software platform that's My much, much bigger than the Google platform, and then you will see the amount of work that's gone into making this happen. Uh, hmm. There's no, a that... cardiologist. His name is Dr. Joseph Chin, and he's been working with this exclusively for 23 years. He actually stopped his cardiology practice and devoted his entire time to the development of this product. Well, and that's like, a noble cause for sure. Uh, doctor, we need to take one last break if you can be patient with us. And uh, we need to keep the lights on here so I can ask you more questions. When we come back, I want to ask you, uh, we know that lifestyle and lifestyle medicine has a profound effect on our cardiovascular health. Is, what, how does this play into getting this test and reversing heart disease? And I want your thoughts on you know, the decades that you've been in medicine and how lifestyle affects not only the uh, risk of a heart attack, but if you've already had one. You know, maybe you could give us some some tips on uh, uh, you know, uh, therapy. You know, post uh, heart attack uh, actions, or uh, you know, some of the lifestyle modification changes that people need to make uh, to prevent a, a recurring or another recurrence of heart attack. As you mentioned, a lot of people that have stents or uh, certain heart conditions, if they don't change their lifestyle, they you know, we'll have it in another year or two. So we want to prevent that if at all possible. Back after this with more information for your good health. Stick around if you want to stay healthy. I'm David Snow here on Dr. Health Radio. Regular exercise and staying healthy has repeatedly been proven to be the most important way to stay healthy. But let's face it, being an adult can be demanding and stressful. After age 35, it gets harder for people to muster up the motivation to keep the daily exercise going. Work, kids, combined with diminishing hormone levels, can leave us with low energy, lack of sleep, and a poor overall outlook. After age 30, DHEA levels start to decline, which is when many adults start to gain weight, lack energy, libido, and drive. Twist 25 DHEA cream puts exactly what the body makes naturally, bioidentical DHEA, in the skin where the body processes it. 
As a base building block for hormones, DHEA gives the body the foundation it uses to make hormones, especially the good ones like androgens and estrogens, the feel-good hormones. So for a little advantage, use Twist 25 DHEA cream. Make your own hormones. 1-888-489-4782. That's 888-489-4782. Or visit twist25.com, 888-489-4782. Although you've heard about superfoods coming from many countries, did you know there's one that's grown right here in the U.S. that's even more potent than most of those foreign superfoods? It's Noni, the superfood thousands of fans rely on for promoting good joint functions, a healthy immune system, and overall health and energy. It's the brand that sets the benchmark for medicinal and nutritional strength. It's Real Noni, grown in Hawaii on the island of Kauai. That's because Real Noni is 100% organic, raw, and non-fermented. And unlike Noni juice, Real Noni is in the form of a fruit leather, making it 14 times more potent than Noni juice with no added sugar. Plus, it's more convenient and cost-effective. Real Noni is a superfood that has 60 times more antioxidants than blueberries. Experience the healing and nourishing power for yourself by going to realnoni.com, where you can also see their line of popular pain-relieving lotions. That's realnoni.com. Sorry, yogurt. Although you're high in calcium and protein, in the real world of potent probiotics, uh, well, let's just say you're not that potent. While many consume you thinking they're getting enough probiotic bacteria for good gut health, the fact is you yogurts can't compete with a medical strength probiotic like Theralac. Plus, you yogurts, well, most of you, have so much sugar and other ingredients that it defeats the purpose of eating you in the first place. So while we'll always be fond of you and other fermented foods, we want to make sure our listeners also take a potent probiotic like Theralac. That's because just one capsule of Theralac is equal to more than 200 cartons of yogurt in the beneficial bacteria that it delivers to the gut. And if your doctor advises you to just eat some yogurt after a course of antibiotics without a strong probiotic like Theralac, it can take up to two years to reestablish your healthy gut flora. Look for Theralac in the refrigerated section of your favorite health store or go to Theralac.com. Welcome back to the Cure for the Common radio show. It's your weekly dose of verbal vitamins. David Snow on your radio. Thanks so much for joining us and making us a part of your weekend. If you miss any part of the show or want to get a double dose of good health information, our show is rebroadcast tonight, 12 hours from the time you're listening to it in the morning. Or you can go to drhealthradio.com after next Wednesday where we uh, podcast all of the previously aired shows. Continuing our conversation with Dr. Sam Fellingain, uh, doctor of osteopathy and a cardiac health specialist. Doctor, first of all, before we you know conclude the show, and, and I have many more questions to ask you, we're going to run out of time before that happens, but I want to con- recognize and acknowledge you for the patients you took over the years that had high-grade coronary stenosis from all over the world, and you reversed it. Uh, I mean, the reversal of their disease is just miraculous and profound i i saw some of the studies and uh, you know just kudos to you for doing that and devoting that to your part of that of your career to doing that for the patients that you've helped over the years david it's a passion of mine and i hope your listeners are listening real closely now because i want everyone listening to know that just because you have plaque in your arteries around your heart or other 
vessels in your body, it doesn't mean you're stuck with that plaque. It's not a death sentence, right? It is not. In fact, it is very reversible if your doctor knows how to do it. And so I've spent the last 25 years going across the country teaching physicians how to do this, and more and more doctors are beginning to learn exactly uh, where this comes from. And uh, once your doctor is on board, this thing becomes a no-brainer. We're going to get this thing to go backwards because I had one patient right after another come in with 95% blocked arteries, and one by one, they would eventually be uh, at 0% plaque level, and that was done through okay. the understanding of how the disease works. Let's get everybody back to zero where they belong. <laughs> and uh, let's talk about lifestyle medicine. What what types of measures or advice and, and prescriptions do you give your patients, uh, other aside from prescription drugs, of course, uh, to modify their lifestyle to prevent any further progression or occurrence of heart disease or cardiovascular conditions? Since we only have a limited amount of time, I'm going to say two numbers, and I want your listeners. You got eight to minutes. Two numbers. You have twenty-five. The number twenty-five and the number fifty. Okay. Now, tag into that. The number twenty-five is the number of grams of carbohydrates that your listeners can eat in a four-hour period, oh. and that's the majority of your listeners because insulin resistance is in the. Uh, norm in the general population. Yeah, most of the population has it, over 50% of adults, right? Oh, it's actually higher than that. Yeah. It depends on how you look at it. True, that's but true. But if you look at it from the right perspective, 70% of patients over the age of 20 are already pre-diabetic or insulin resistant. You wow. can remain pre-diabetic your entirety of your life, but the problem is there's no difference between pre-diabetes and diabetes right? because it's the inflammation from the disease that hurts you. It's not the sugar. So pre-diabetic, even though their blood sugar control is better, the inflammation is the exact same. And when a person is normal and they have no insulin resistance, they can eat 90 grams of carbohydrates every four hours without getting in trouble. And most people can stay under 90 grams of carbs without too much difficulty, just eating a modestly healthy diet. But once you start asking a patient to stay under 25 grams of carbs every four hours, you have to then make a conscious effort at doing it. And that's the majority of the population. Now, uh, once you've learned how this disease works, a doctor that knows how to do this can convert your genetics and downregulate them into non-existence, basically turning the genes off. And then you can go back to 90 grams of carbs. But to do that, you would have to know how to do it, and your doctor would have to be trained in that. But the long story short, 25 grams of carbs every four hours is the first place your patients need to start to begin to reverse this disease. That's the limit you're talking about, the the upper limit. That is the the upper limit of how many carbs you can eat in a four-hour period. That's not much, Doc. It's not. that uh, A banana would be 25 grams of carbs. Uh, an apple would be 25 grams of carbs. So most fruits would get mm. you in trouble. A potato would get you in trouble. Rice, pasta, bread. So two slices of bread is usually 11 grams a slice. That's 22 grams. So it's very easy to cross the 25 grams. And see, if, if you eat 35 grams of carbs, you will flip the switch of your liver, and your liver will make fat and inflammation for four days. And you can't Whoa. turn it off. There is no medicine. There is no trick. There is no remedy to turn that mechanism off. So if you mess up your breakfast, you mess up your lunch, you mess up supper, and then you have a snack somewhere between that, you have not only flipped the switch of your liver, you flipped it three to four times in the day, and it escalates the amount of bad fat and inflammation. So it's no wonder that 83% of our patients that have heart attacks 
have at least as a basis of one of their issues that caused it was prediabetes or diabetes because they both do the same thing. And as we, <coughs> excuse me, as we both know, Doc, uh, some people don't out there in the radio listening audience, so I just want to mention it, the number one or the uh, <coughs> most common time of a week, uh, of any week that people have heart attacks, Monday morning, because they've binged <laughs> over the weekend, but also the stress of getting up Monday morning and you know going back to work or whatever. But I think it's between 6 and 10 a.m. Uh, Monday mornings is, is the highest occurrence of heart attacks or fatal. And the general fatal time of day where people have most heart attacks is between 4 and 8 in the morning. So most no, 4 and 8, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the uh, second most common time a person has a heart attack is within two hours of a high-carbohydrate That's meal. right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... Carbohydrates become an important thing. Now, I said there's two numbers. The 25 is the carb. The 50 is the number of minutes that you have to exercise aerobically every day of the week to remove this inflammation. Now, if you'll exercise 50 minutes a day aerobically, getting your heart rate up to your 70% level, which is going to be somewhere between 115 and 120 for most patients, and you leave it there, uh, for most of that 50 minutes, you're going to remove about 93% of the inflammation in your blood vessels. Only wow. The problem is, is the inflammation will work its way back into your circulation the next day okay. where you exercise again. And it's always coming back the next day, but you're always exercising the next day. So if a person exercises seven days a week, 50 minutes nonstop, aerobically getting their heart rate up to the 70% level, they're going to have great success with removing inflammation now. I want to quickly explain to your listeners how this works. It's inflammation that gets it, works its way into the blood vessels that starts cardiovascular disease. When that inflammation gets into the wall of the blood vessel, it sends a chemical out. That chemical is called a chemokine, and that chemical is what attracts the bad fat, LDL, to enter the vessel wall. LDL, bad cholesterol, bad fat, never enters the blood vessel wall without an invitation. The invitation is from inflammation. Oh. If you're... If your listeners are listening very careful, the one who controls the inflammation is the one who wins. So if you want to beat cardiovascular disease, you control the inflammation. There are 10 disease states that contribute that inflammation. Diabetes is the top one. Cholesterol issues in the dyslipidemia form, the oxidized fat, that's number two. Hypertension is number three. Mm -hmm. Sleep disorder is number four. Uh, chronic kidney disease is number five, mental health disorders, number six, uh, genetic disorders, number seven, uh, number eight is uh, autoimmune illnesses, number nine is um, gut biogenome issues with leaky gut syndrome mm, and biogenome. Okay. And I apparently skipped one. And, oh, obesity was number 10. Okay. Now, I noticed that um, genetic is down the list. Because a lot of people blame their blame their genetics on you know their disease state of whatever they're experiencing or suffering from, but that's not one of the main ones, right? Because you can't do anything about your genetics. But like you mentioned, if you express those genes through lifestyle, that's what causes gets you into trouble. Now, David, that was what used to be thought that you couldn't do anything with genetics, but that's no longer true. Oh well, do tell. Well, with genetics, you either downregulate the genetics or you bypass what the genetics are doing to you. For instance, in the diabetic world, we talked about downregulating the insulin expression from diabetes and the uh, MTHFR genetic mutation, which is a huge cardiovascular genetic issue where you can't break folic acid down to methylfolates in 50% of the population. 
In that particular one, because you can't break folic acid down to methylfolate, and methylfolate, without that, you can't make four of the most important chemicals in your brain, which is the reason we have so much depression in people in 25 to 50 years of age, especially 50 and older. Uh, you basically can re- replace those chemicals by giving the patient the right dose of methylfolate it's a supplement, and they, they basically start building brain chemicals back and start producing nitric oxide, which is a critical that's right. uh, chemical uh, that's in the circulation mm-hmm. removes uh, inflammatory. Yeah, in fact, uh, let's let's mention to, to our listeners, doctor, that uh, folic acid is a B vitamin. One of the B vitamins, I think, is vitamin B9, uh, although it's always referred to as folic acid instead of uh, you know the, the number of uh, the B it is. But, but what uh, people don't know is folic acid does nothing in the body. It's the methylfolate that yes, does everything the, that we the, give credit the to preforms. folic acid. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, so, so your body has to convert it, right? It. Your, your body has to convert folic acid into folicin or, or uh, methylfolate? That's correct. Yeah. And one out of two listeners by the age 25 can only break down about 10% of it. By the Whoa, time they're 50, really? they can't break any of it. Oh, my. So that's one out of two people listening right now. And if you can't break that down... It's a cardiovascular quagmire. So genetics are a big deal. But see, in this case, we just give them the methylfolate and we go around it. So mm-hmm. genetics are not I, – I had friends that had one patient after another with heart disease in their family, and they just say, well, they're destined to have the same thing because it happens to everyone. But that's not true. Once you realize what got them there genetically, you either downregulate it or you bypass it, but you don't accept it. Okay. On that note, Doc, we are down to the last minute of the show. A parting shot, or is there a website people can get more information on this? Straighttotheheart.org is my old website that gives them information about the disease state. Uh, repeat that, if you would. Straighttotheheart.org. Oh, okay. That was the name the of your TV, TV show. show. Yeah, right. I, I kept the site up that has information for the the patient to gain straight let me let me repeat it straight to the heart.com dot org dot org okay thank you thank you so much doc and uh, we'll definitely have you back on again please you're open uh, open invitation to you anytime thanks so much <laughs> dr sam villain for being with us all right uh, that's it for the show join us again next week same time same station for another edition of the program until then I want to thank you for joining us, and uh, remember, it's not how long you live, it's how you live long. Aloha. Have a healthy week. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.